Sensor Global saves lives with automatic compliance and manages smoke alarms, gas and water leak detection with 24-7 remote management. It provides complete control, reduced risks and improved compliance for property managers. To find out more, speak to Anthony Booth or head over to sensorglobal.com. Collective is a leading platform supporting collaboration, not competition, through an online community and events throughout the year with one purpose, to create happier property managers. The PM Collective creates connections for property managers looking to create momentum within their careers and personal life. Join me and my guests as we discuss challenges, struggles, mental health, mindset, and give advice to property managers and anyone in the industry. To find out more about our memberships, visit pmcollective.com.au. Today, we have the lovely Lauren Burton from Ray White in Applecross joining us today. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you very much. Good to be on. <laughs> and today, we are going to have a discussion about Property Me versus Property Tree. But before we get started, could you give us all and me a rundown on sort of your career in property management, sort of where you've been and where you are now? Perfect. So I have been in property management for about seven and a half years. I started back in a long time ago now, but I started in commercial, moved over to resi, moved back to commercial, and now I'm back in resi again. (laughs) But yeah, I I started in admin, moving over to assistant to then property management. So I've recently got my license, so and my training certificate, so which is awesome. I did the um, diploma with Rewa, which was interesting, very interesting. Uh, just under a year. So I, I finished it just before its due date. <laughs> wow, a year's really good to get it out. Yeah, no, it's. I did it before they changed the course over this year. So, which was very lucky because I think it's a bit longer now. But no, it was. Um, it was a really good course actually. My, myself and my cousin did it at the same time, and it was. Yeah, it was quite hard, but it was. It was really good, and it was. I learned things that I I didn't learn in my day to day life as a property manager. Wonderful, and then and so. On the commercial to residential, commercial residential, what uh, made you switch each time? I always got told when I was in resi, I always got told that commercial was the way to go. So I was like, okay, well, let's give it a shot. I worked at two different commercial agencies, one a boutique and then one quite a large national firm. And then I, I kind of just wanted to move closer to home. Obviously, a lot of the commercial firms in the city are in the city and I just the distance for me from home just didn't work so I moved back to Resi uh, to to be closer to home and I think with Resi you deal with a lot of people all the time in commercial you, you deal with businesses and I did miss that constant interaction with with clients I found that I was stuck in the office a lot with commercial it's definitely more financial based than people based so I, I did miss dealing with people all the time because that's exactly why I got into the industry. Yeah, and then you probably deal with people too much and then you're going, oh, yeah, I know, I miss commercial. commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you can experience both and switch and swap and you can continue to do that. Exactly. You know, your whole career anyway, which is good. So Property Me and Property Tree, what are you currently using right now? Property Me. And what were you using before? And that was at a different office, wasn't it? Yeah, I used Property Tree in my previous office, yes. Okay, excellent. And, and I mentioned that because I, it's more like I'm interested to see whether it just is, has been a different office that you've used a different product or if your current office has made that switch over. Yeah, so I used the Property Tree at my last office and my, my new office has Property Me. So 
obviously everyone has different subscriptions, so it depends, you know, what level you have. But yeah, both offices have been using them for, from what I know, for quite some time. And just to be sort of, I guess, clear with the amount of properties on each, when you were using Property Tree with a different agency, how many properties were under management there? Just over 400 from memory. Yep. And then where you are now using Property Me, how many um, properties? Around 70 at the moment. Okay. So small portfolio. Cool. Yeah. And um, let's just get straight to the point. Which one do you prefer? Property Tree. <laughs> okay. And, and what are your reasons for that? I found it more user-friendly. Again, it could come down to this subscription that we have, but I did find the, I guess, just the everyday day-to-day functions of Property Tree to be a lot easier. I, yeah, I think when I started here and I saw Property Me, I was like, oh God, it's not like Property Tree. But as I've gone on, I have, it actually is a a really good system as well, but I still definitely like the user-friendliness of Property Tree a little bit more. one of like the main problems when it comes to software and this goes for any apps whether it's the trust apps or something else like the tenant application processing apps that we've got at the moment that sometimes people don't give it enough time to really enjoy and just like any new thing it takes a while and it's hard (laughs) and it's painful and in that three-month period you go why did I do it but (laughs) down the track it, it does get better and um I think that I remember we switched over to Property Me. So we use Property Me and we've got nearly 700 properties, so a larger awesome. portfolio using Property Me. But we switched over probably about maybe 10 years ago, a while ago. Awesome. And yeah. they and I silly went away to Bali at the same time of the of the transfer of all of our stuff. And I just thought, you know, I had a great trust account and I'll let her do it. And she literally messaged and she's, she was such a great trust account and she messaged me after a week and she said, Ash, I just can't do it anymore. I, I physically <laughs> can't handle this new, new one. So that was us going from console to property me and I really had to push through with her oh, no. to do it. But I think like the lack, the one thing that people probably do wrong when transferring programs over is little support for the team and yes. I I failed with that. And I think that next time I would probably pay someone, like there's a yeah. guy called Joe from the Efficiency Code. I think I would pay for him to come in and actually do the whole office and just be there in hindsight. But can you go through any specifics? Like right now, what are you missing that like whether it's arrears, lease renewals, automation, like what are you specifically missing at the moment with Property Tree? I think inspections are a big one. Obviously, scheduling inspections takes time sometimes, depending on how many properties you have. I think at the moment it's good. Luckily, I have quite a small portfolio. But when you do have more properties, being able to easily book them in is a huge benefit. With the property made that I have on my computer... (laughs) Um, I, it's quite a tedious process in regards to booking them in. Um, whereas property tree, I found that I could book them in quite easily and bulk edit, I guess, booking them in. So I guess that could come down to the subscription I have, of course. But I do like though about property me that it has the location map showing you where all the properties are. So it, that, that makes it easier in regards to booking inspections for the locations. But I did find booking and inspections on Property Tree a lot easier. 
Same as maintenance. I'm not sure if yours is the same, but when I'm booking in maintenance, I have to approve it, then allocate a contractor, and then I have to go into my messages and send the message out. Whereas it would be easier if the work order just automatically sent out once I've allocated a contractor instead of having to double handle and and go into the Outlook and, and send it off. Okay. So with the scheduling inspections, I agree, like with Property Me, we, our office, still tends to do it manually as in yeah. individual properties and booking That's it That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And we do that and I'm sure there's a lot of offices that do that and I know that Property Me has the the scheduling app to or the scheduling yeah, process that. to yeah. do it. I just find it complicated personally. Yeah. I just don't bother. Like I said, I feel like I'm in more control individually booking and reading. Yeah. <laughs> so Me too. In fairness, it could be a user, you know, ACME yeah. issue, but and I'm, I'm just being transparent, you know, and, and to be fair to both of the companies as well. But yeah, that, but I yeah, definitely do that as a manual process and I agree Me with too. that. Um, <laughs> do you, staying on the inspection um, one, do you use Property Me to do your inspections or are you using another app? I do. And I personally do not like the app. I find it very, very difficult to use. Obviously, I am I'm very good at using a phone. You know, yeah. I, I'm texting and on the phone all day with clients. And I have to, with my phone, hold the phone for about three seconds to take a photo. And if I move it within that three seconds when I click the photo button, it's the whole photo is blurry. So I have to stand there and hold my phone and let it go for three seconds. So again, it could come down to the fact that it's my phone. I've only ever used the one phone. But I find the app quite slow, which is, it's a great app in regards to the the inspection comes out really good. When when it's finalised, ready to go, it's a really, really good report and our owners really, really enjoy them, which is great. But I find it quite a slow app. If I say I type in, oh, yeah, the carpet's clean and vacuumed, and then I look up at the ceiling for two seconds, the spacer where you're typing goes back to the start and I have to go back into the app, click onto the end of it again and start typing again instead of just being able to type straight away. So there are a few, it's it's very small, tedious issues, but it's things that do, do take time when I'm out on inspections. Yeah, I think I've got the newest phone, iPhone 13, and I will say that you're right, there is a little delay with the, the photo taking. Yeah. I think there's probably lesser delay with a better phone, but it's definitely still there. And I do yeah. have to make sure that I am still. So I yeah. definitely <laughs> think that. But for me, I guess it's not anything that I've been like, yeah, personally for me, it's not anything I've worried about. It's like, oh, okay, that's just the way it is. And yeah. have it. but I've had nothing else to compare it to because console me too yeah I I didn't use property me for inspections I actually don't even know if it had the I'm sure it does have the capability to do it in there but I used to use inspection express to do inspections so I I never used property tree to do that but as you said I know now that I have to hold my phone for a certain amount of time and you just get used to it I think when I first started using it it was really frustrating but now it's just normal every day when I'm doing my inspections that it just takes that little bit longer and yep. you just get used to it. But otherwise, the report comes out great. Yeah. Um, I, I really like their inspection reports compared to the system that I was using. I think the property me inspection reports look very professional and they come out great, which is, which is really good. Yeah, I like them as well. And I definitely don't. I wouldn't bother with any other inspection app. I know that some no. people do say, oh, I prefer the inspections on 
this program, but for me, not enough to warrant paying yeah. another fee. Paying another fee and having multiple different apps on your phone and your Correct. laptop. And- <laughs> Correct. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Okay, so that's the inspection bit that we've covered. Going into, we said maintenance. Now, I think you can send those work orders automatically. Yeah, so when I do them, I make the job, I click approve, allocate the contractor, and then it goes into my messages to send in the outbox. Whereas I think if I've allocated the contractor, it should automatically go out. But again, it could just be that I have a lower subscription and it's not... (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't think it's anything to a subscription. So what what you're like in an ideal world, when you allocate ABC plumbing, it should, it would be great if it just went straight out to the ABC plumbing as opposed to then having to say, send out the work. Click into another place, then having to click on the tenant, the contractor and click send. I think if if I've already clicked approve and I've then allocated the contractor, it should automatically send because I've already approved it. I wouldn't have approved it if I didn't want it to send out, you know, but I do understand you might type in the wrong contractor. So that might be why. Uh, It might just be a way of double checking to make sure you've clicked the right contractor, which is always something that you could accidentally click on. (laughs) So I guess there's good ways and and bad ways about it, but I definitely think it is a bit annoying. Sometimes I'm so busy, I'll allocate a contractor and I maybe forget (laughs) to actually send off that email. And then I go back and go, oh, God, I was supposed to send that yesterday. (laughs) So I think it's, um, yeah, it would be good if it had a functionality to just automatically send to the contractor that you've allocated or even just have a little send button on the work order instead of having to go into your outbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, excellent. See, I think, yeah, that there's pros and cons, isn't there? With And I think it probably comes down to the control that people probably want to have as well yeah. and I mean and that's close. we're never going to keep everybody happy but no. um, it's still always good if you've got the ability to maybe switch on that feature or switch off the feature as well yeah. um, and, and you know and I say that like you know coding and creating apps is really easy why can't you just create a button and I know to all of those people listening that there's a lot more involved than that and a lot there's a lot more and we have no idea that's right and, and it's that classic um the easier they make it for us, the more complicated it is behind the scene. And I fully accept that as well. Okay, so let's talk about, we've done inspections, we've done maintenance. Let's talk about rent arrears. How do you find the difference of the process with rent arrears? So we actually, so our property, me, we use another system for our rent as such, but we do put, since we haven't fully merged over to this system yet because it doesn't have the capabilities, we are still putting all of the receipts into property me as well. We are quite lucky, whereas we don't really have many tenants in arrears very often. I think I've probably had one tenant behind in you know ages, which is really good, but it, it comes up really easily. Obviously, it's got the dashboard and it, you can see everything in there from your rent arrears to your vacancies. So if there is, is ever anyone behind, it's really easy to see where that is. You can click straight onto the tenancy and obviously get in contact with them in regards to their arrears. So but I, we are quite lucky in the fact that we, we don't usually have many tenants in arrears, which is quite good obviously smaller portfolio (laughs) yeah and I mean I know that property me now has the automation so my understanding was that property tree did have the automation or has had for a while the automation for rent arrears uh, and reminders where property me didn't have that for a while but now it does have that so and it's it's great to have those sort of things especially even on on weekends and things like that because I think sometimes tenants forget that they do have to count in to the weekend. So if your rent's due on a Friday, you can't really transfer it on a Friday and expect 
us to receive it on the Friday. So I think it's a good way to remind tenants, look, if the weekend's coming up, you need to make sure it is getting transferred in time. So, And I love Property Tree and that fact that it still sent out breaches and reminders on weekends because I think tenants always forget the fact that those weekends still count into regards to their rent. You rent seven days. So, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And I think auto reminders are brilliant, especially with a busy property manager. You, you know, sometimes do put those sort of reminders on the back burner. So I think that having a system that can automatically remind our tenants in regards to any invoices and and arrears is really, really helpful. Yeah. The next one, uploading properties directly from Property Me, we are now able to do. I don't personally use the feature, but I know that you can do it. Did Property, do you use that feature? No, we don't. No, No. And did Property Tree have something similar or not? I don't know because, again, we, we use a, an, an external system as well for uploading yeah. properties. Is that you mean onto like marketing? Yeah. 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 So we, we use a different system for marketing as well on property when I use Property Tree. So I'm yeah. not sure if it has that feature. From memory, I, I don't think it does. It possibly could and I just never saw it. But it's great that they have those features now. A lot of the systems are coming up with those features, which is awesome because I feel like everyone, I have so many different systems that I'm using now across all the different (laughs) property management platforms. But yeah, no, I haven't used both of them on either systems if they do have them. Yeah. The only reason why I don't use the uploading feature on Property Me is because we've got the portal pusher through agent box that I personally use. However, and that's our CRM. So the and so I do it anyway because I've got the CRM. But if I had Property Me, like one thing that I would love Property Me to have is an actual way to um, just manage contact more yeah. so. And, and I'm sure there is, you know, for the, the smart people of the group listening, I'm sure <laughs> there is a way that you can still add your contacts and just not allocate properties and bits and pieces. Um, but I still don't really feel like that's the right um, way to use the system personally. Yeah. But it would be great if it did allow for the contacts so that you could create a CRM in property me and allocate, you know, whether they are a potential landlord or something. And I think that for a property management company to be able to put in contacts into the database so it could be used as your CRM, I would be more likely to get rid of my CRM and use property me for, yeah, CRM and portal pushing. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, we use Vault, which is really good. Uh, Did you like it? Oh, I love Vault. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. There, there's a few, obviously a few things, as every system has that I struggle with, but, you know, it's overall, it's a really good system. So, um, but yeah, I think if you were to start adding lots of different contacts into your property me, I think that's when it starts to get confusing because obviously a lot of the contacts in the system are your tenants and owners or your suppliers. So I think if you start adding random contacts and they're not allocated to any properties, I agree with you, it starts to get a bit confusing. But there may be a way that you can allocate tags. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, okay. So, Vault then, are you using Vault for your receipting? Is that what you're referring to with? No, we use another system. It's called ALO. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that before. Yeah, which is, it's really good. It's it's awesome, especially for reducing, I guess, questions like, can I have my tenant ledger? Can I have this? Where's my lease? Because we can add it all into there. And the tenants like get an app and they can log in and actually see everything visibly without having to call or email us requesting it. And same as the owners, which is great. Okay. So just playing devil's advocate, <laughs> why don't you use the owner and tenant portal in property me? Like why wouldn't you use that? And, and why would you use Alio instead? 
We we do. So we, we used to use both, but I think because we are slowly merging over into another system, we are trying to get most of our clients onto there. It's both of them have their benefits, I guess. Same as Property Tree, they have the portal as well where clients can log in as well. And I think both all of them are very similar. But I, I think ALO is good. It's actually got a chat system where kind of like a Facebook Messenger chat, you can actually chat to your clients in an an easier way. It all saves instead of having to file emails away. It all saves in a chat. So a lot of our tenants and owners like it because it's a easy, casual way to ask questions or anything like that without having to do a full email. And I've got an app on my phone, just like a normal app that is just purely the chat. So I can, if on a weekend or after hours, if anyone has any questions, it's it's really easy for people to ask and for me to get back to them. So... Okay, so just thinking out loud (laughs) to you, then does that mean when you're saying about sort of transferring sort of like in the middle of like merging, do you mean that you're going to get rid of Property Me or you're merging to Property Me? We're not sure yet. We've been with Property Me for quite quite a while as far as I'm aware. But yeah, I think we're still in the works at the moment. We're just, we're testing out the waters with a couple of different systems. Yeah, because I feel like between Vault and ALO, isn't it? Vault ALO property me, there's probably an opportunity to get rid of something there. Yeah, yeah, correct. So it's um because Vault's great, property me's great, you know, they're all got pretty much the same sort of systems, which is awesome. Yeah. So but it just depends which one we, we prefer. So yeah, we're um we're testing out the waters with, with them and just to see which ones work best for, for our operations here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so out of the three, I'm sort of gathering that like the ALO is working quite well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But I think the functionalities of Property Me are still are still great, which is yeah. which is why we're still still using it. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Love seeing how different offices work. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big sort of I the less apps and programs the better for me. So yeah. I just like to make sure that I'm using every single feature as much as possible. And awesome. and I think that if people aren't doing that then there can be frustrations with systems. So the one thing that I would sort of point out with the owner and the tenant portals, and I think that ALO sounds really great in that you can do that sort of that casual chatting and it's very easy. Um, I think we're like I personally lack and we are trying to get better at it in our office is that when a tenant does ask for a copy of the lease or when a tenant asks for their tenant ledger, instead of just providing it to them, actually saying, thanks for your email, you can actually access this information on your tenant portal or your owner yeah. portal. And we don't do that. And, and I know that my team doesn't do that. Makes job 100% job. harder. Yeah. yeah, correct. <laughs> and the fact that even though that'll take a little bit, maybe a little bit of extra time at the start, it it'll will save definitely save time later on. Um, so I had been looking at doing like an autumn, um, a tenant signature so that it was nice and easy for the staff. Just to literally, when that that type of email comes down, you literally just pull down that um, automated signature that says, yeah, thanks for your inquiry. This information can be accessed on your portal and leave it at that. So it's a, a reminder for me, I need to get onto that. But yeah, so little little things such as that could definitely prevent needing something like ALO, but I'm sure yeah. there's lots of yeah, other things. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like even, even when I get emails now asking for things, I always provide it and say, look, you can access it here. You know, that way, if you ever need it in future or if, you know, if a tenant's applying for references and things, they need any copies of anything, it's all in there. So I always try to let them know that because I know that it will save me time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, one thing that I don't know how it works on property me- um, property tree, sorry, is fees and charging fees to clients. 
So I do it this way and I, it's probably, this is probably not the best way. So property me, you can put in obviously your management fee, yep. your uh, inspection fees, property conditional report, final bond inspection. They're my standard four that I put in. But the letting fee, I know a lot of people that don't like automatically putting the letting fee in because you're going to have to, and you don't know how much it's going to rent for. And I think, yeah, that, that makes it complicated. And I don't, I'm sure there's a way of doing the percentage, but I don't do that in my authority. So yeah. it's, I just have to manually enter that. And then, so to manually enter those types of fees, the extras, we go to tasks okay. and each property manager puts in the task. So puts new task, 123 Smith Street, letting fee. And then our trust accountant knows to charge that fee. That fee. So we used to have manual books that each each staff member had and they would just write their fees into the book. Trust accountant would do it and we we're trying to reduce papers. So we did it this way. And also by doing the tasks, it's also a way of the staff, if they're working from home, being able to put their fees in if they don't have their book in front of them. So my question to you is how do you enter in those extra fees that aren't automatically deducted and how does it work on property tree? So when you add in a property on property tree and when you've first got the management or any, you know, they've resigned the management and changed the fees, it gives you the option on property tree. So usually and we will do, you know, one or two week letting fee for things like reletting a property, but it allows you to add in so a percentage and we would always calculate the percentage. So that way when the rent was inputted, when a new tenant moved in, it automatically calculated through the percentage. So if it's one week's rent, put in 110%. If it's two weeks rent, it was 220%. Can't have to think. And it automatically calculated when the tenant came through. Say, obviously, a lot of the time at the moment, you know, we could advertise a property for 500 and it might go for 510. Um, so it might be a bit different to what we originally expected, but it automatically calculates if you put that percentage in. So I think working out that percentage is good because then you don't have to do it manually, but manually is also, you know, I think it still works. We've got checklists where we have to remind ourselves to do it anyway. So you always check that the fees are getting charged either way. So, but we, all, I always added it in as a percentage to make sure that it automatically calculated when the tenancy was approved and added into the system. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like that's probably quite similar probably yeah. with, with both. So going into tasks, do you use tasks for anything else in property me? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. No, no. So I don't use the task in there. I am a big whiteboard writer down yeah. <laughs> or use my Outlook. So if there's any, so even today, like I've got to advertise a property online, I've got an Outlook, little task in my Outlook to add it in. I did have a look at the tasks when I first um, started using Property Me. Uh, it is great, but I just found that I didn't always check the notifications to do it. I know it comes up with a little red thing telling me to, but sometimes I just I just found that I didn't check it. So I, but with my Outlook, it comes up and it keeps coming up until it action it because it keeps popping up on my screen, which yeah. I which I really liked. But the tasks is good. Uh, yeah, I just don't utilize it. 
I, does property me have anything like task? Property tree, yeah, yes, yes, uh, they sorry, do. Property yeah. tree, yes, yeah, they yeah, do. they do. Thing. It's very similar, yeah. Okay. So it, again, it has a little notification box that you go to click on. I just find personally that I just always forgot to check it, or I'd open it and then I'd forget about it. So I, I yeah, I just found that using my Outlook for me was <laughs> the <Yeah>. best option. <laughs> yeah, I think that the task. So I only just use it for the fees, but yeah. I think that if you had virtual assistants and things like yes. that, that you would definitely utilise the tasks a lot more than what we are at the moment yeah. um, to put the jobs in that you want a VA to do, for example, or maybe an assistant So, and using that as your to-do list. So I think that would probably be good for those um, those VA teams. Um, what I would love to see in Property Me is the like a workflow. So like how good would it be to like put a vacate date in the system for a tenant and then automatically have a whole heap of tasks that come up in your task of awesome. what you need to be done. That would be good. And again, yes. disclaimer, I know that's not as easy as just whipping that up for us, but it would be really good. And then you have all these tasks. Tasks that you have to action, to yeah. And then you just yes. go through and tick them off. I think I'm so old school. I love my paper checklist, even though it's not environmentally friendly, but yeah. I'm old school. I love my paper checklist. So but being able to, because I think when I use Property Tree, um, we had online checklists, which I hated because I always, you know, I always forgot to go in and do them because they weren't in front of me. But I think if you had something like that, where the tasks actually came up in your trust system, it would prompt you to do them instead of me having to remember to go into a, ta- a checklist and find it. So. I think that's a great idea. But again, we're not, we're not the creators. But I know, in my mind, I'm just thinking like how easy, like in the back end, you've got, you can create your own workflow. You can, you know, tick and untick which ones you want to come up. You could yeah. evenly, like even automatically allocate them to people so that then when it does create the workflow, it's already got people attached yeah. to it. You That'd could turn great. off, but if you didn't want to use tasks, you just untick that switch. Like I would actually pay extra. Like I do have the pro um, subscription anyway, but I'd pay extra for that feature without a doubt. <laughs> just to make yeah, just to make it easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would no, be really would cool be good. To do. Even just things awesome. like order a water reading, you know. That's small things, yeah. Even yeah, because it's something that little things that you can always forget. So that would be awesome to have on there. Things like yeah. that. Hmm, maybe that's a game changer yeah Yeah. game changer property me Uh, or property tree whoever wants to pull it up whoever wants to correct all right and let's just finish off with the actual trust accounting side of things have you noticed any difference with the trust accounting quite similar not there yeah they seem very very similar in that aspect I think both both companies that I have worked for they obviously have their own dedicated trust accountants so I don't have a whole lot to do with those sides Yep. But taking a look at oh, the systems, they seem very, very similar in regards to invoice entering, um, things like that. They all seem very, very similar. So I think in a lot of aspects, they are quite similar systems. They just, it's, it's like small minuscule things that they're different. So yeah, no, I um I don't have a whole lot to do with it, but I, I took it, I t- I've taken a look at it and they seem very similar in regards to, to what we enter in. Yeah, I think I get a couple of owner frustrations with the property me statements and I actually think it's an owner issue not a property me issue but I have got one client where the um on the statement the you've got the transaction like rent that's paid to and it says you know paid till the 19th of March but with maybe a credit of 201 dollars and then what happens is the statement just on the line above 
and it says rent paid to yeah. and it alloc- and it takes into account that credit with credit. a future date yeah. and trying to explain property meet that, us the same property oh, treat us the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so owners always be confused they're like oh but the tenants paid here but there's a credit and it's yeah so property yeah. treat is is the same yeah so it, it does make a little bit confusing because owners obviously don't understand the back end of all the receiving as much as we do so we, I got those questions a lot when I use property tree as well. Yeah, I think that's just the way that it is. And and, and I will admit, it is a very, very small, but actually, it's not even a small percentage, it's one, it's one landlord. Yeah. <laughs> that, that has an issue. Same him. question. Yeah. You, know, you know, true story. He came in the other day, um, this landlord, and he um, he had bought his file in because he still couldn't understand where this credit was coming from. And I'm trying to explain it all to him. And he comes in with his files and the files are dated back to 2007 and he's got an exercise book that he writes in every transaction with his pencil. So he transfers his, his statement with his lead pencil onto an exercise book and he does his own calculations and he honestly he's probably about 83 85 I think Aww. and that's just the way he likes to do it and he doesn't understand technology and so I had to <laughs> physically sit with him and and show him but then it stuffed up all his uh, exercise book um because he didn't oh, no. correctly so um yeah it's so, like I said not a frustration with property me more of a frustration just with owners in general so yes um, and everyone will be different everyone will want their statements a different way and Unfortunately, we can't make everyone happy. So it's always just finding a happy medium between everyone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, so overall, like if I was just to say to you, Lauren, property me or property tree, what would you say? Property tree. And from the sounds of it, now that we've sort of gone through each of the features, that very, very similar, but you're saying more, I think you sort of said it was just the user-friendly typeface that is just do you think that there's an element of comfort with property tree or yeah look it could be so I I think as I said as I'm growing on property me it definitely is becoming an easier system to use I think once you start using a system for a while everything becomes easy to use because you do it all day every day and it becomes easy so I think it's it's a bit of both I loved property tree for its its easiness and it was just super friendly to use and I just find there's a lot of and it's going to sound so petty but there's a lot of clicking involved a lot of extra little bits that you have to click on to to send or to to make you know send a letter or to send a work order you know things like that where where I found property me to be just quite quick and easy um so yeah it's just they're both very similar systems and you know I do I like both of them if if someone said to me tomorrow you're using property tree I'd be happy if someone said the next day using property me I'd still be happy they're both great systems and I think they both have good aspects to both of them you know the reporting in property me is really good the reporting in property tree is really good so I think they're very similar and that's why I understand why everyone always struggles to choose between the two but I definitely at this point in time if I had to choose it would definitely be property tree yeah, excellent. And, and, I, and I can't really say because I haven't used property training. Never so used I'm, it, yeah. I'm just going to say that I choose property me. Yeah. Um, but only because I don't know any better. Um, but I think, you know, like we said before, it comes down to even like banks, insurance brokers, in a way, they're all as bad as each other. They've all got something yeah. that we don't like. There's Correct. definitely, I, I think if there was a general comment with people, just with all programs, I think that if we could have a system that did everything. Everything, yeah. They all need to merge as one. That would be yeah, amazing. that's right. <laughs> and, and I think there's some pretty 
exciting programs coming up where we're going to see more features coming on board. And I feel like we we are going to see a bigger merge, not not a merge, sorry. I feel like we're going to see a bigger, um, a a big improvement in all the programs upping it up a level with availability of features. But till but I do accept that it's a slow process, and yeah, but, um, over the easy. next five years, I think we'll see. Like even things like yeah, property mean database management, I think we will see. Um, yeah, which would be awesome. Which would be good, but yeah, it's pretty much just a fight to that position, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, whoever gets there first. <laughs> yeah, but but then I mean, then the argument is is that do we want a system to be have everything because it's not going to you can't possibly be fantastic with everything either can everything. it no you have to specialize in one thing and I think that's why it's so good that there are so many different programs I think you know I've used MRI I've used GD I've used REST property me property tree I've used all of them so yeah. <laughs> um, and they all have their benefits and even you know it's good having those certain apps like Vault that specialize in the CRM in the advertising in the database collection you know it's great having those systems because they do they are so good at what they do that yeah, it is true. If we get one system that does it all, they may not be so good in one area, even though, yes, they have that capability, they may not be amazing at it and it may not be as good that we want to leave our other systems. So it is hard. And, you know, having so many apps can be annoying, but it is really good having apps that specialise in those things because they are great for us as agents. It makes our job so much easier and our clients as well. MCG Quantity Surveyors are a favourite for property managers around Australia to help their clients maximise their cash flow through tax depreciation. I love how they place a strong emphasis on industry-leading education and data releases that they share with our community and because they support the property industry so much, it is a no-brainer to use them for all your tax depreciation needs. 